you for choosing to listen to the Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That's the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job and if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until I retired. That thought scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which started with me actually deciding to start my own business and by following a very windy road led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who are like the old me. I help busy working mums who are tired and exhausted take back control and create the life they really want. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. During this podcast series, I'll be covering specific themes like, are you friends with your inner critic? Multitasking doesn't work and why failing is good. My special guest for this series is my inner critic, Vera. She is a lovely old lady who just wants to keep me safe. Today's episode is, why is there never enough time? So I love being busy, getting involved with lots of projects, organising lots of things, but being busy isn't necessarily a good thing, especially when it feels like there is no time. I'm now practicing being less busy, being more conscious of how I use my time. I'm even taking time out to think. I know, sounds like a luxury, but it really isn't. I was finding that I literally went from one thing to another, and the only time when I'd be really resting was when I was asleep. That really isn't healthy. So I decided to make a change, a change that I am continually practicing. Life now feels calm and I'm present most of the time, which means I'm less likely to miss out on the precious moments. One of my main problems was my to-do list, which seems never ending when you're a mum. Whether it's making sure that the washing has been done or that the kiddies' school bags are packed or that you've bought a card and present for the kids' party that's on a weekend, there are always things to do, which usually revolves around someone else. It can feel like there is never enough time, time to just stop, to look around, to decide what to do next. Time just for you. But being busy and not having enough time doesn't have to be your reality. You do have a choice. You can decide how best to use your time. It's all about letting go. Letting go of the shoulds, letting go of what others may think, letting go of trying to be super mom. Letting go will free you and let you see more clearly. Let's look at it a different way. 
What if by being busy, you're actually wasting time? We all do it, even if we hate to admit it. And that's fine, as long as it's a conscious decision. But what if wasting time is stopping you from doing what is really important? Like occasionally putting yourself first. What would that look like and feel like? You'd have the time to recharge your batteries. You'd have the time to think. You'd have the time to decide where you're going on this journey called life. I know what it's like to be stuck on the treadmill of life where there is no time to do anything other than go through the motions, adhere to the routine and tick off the items on the to-do list. But I have learned several times that there is no good for my health and well-being and as well as my loved ones. Not only was I not looking after myself, but I was also missing out on what was going on in front of me. I wasn't enjoying the moments because I was distracted by what needed to happen next. Life doesn't have to be like this. If this resonates with you, then why don't you try the following? Number one, keep a diary. Keeping track of how you spend your time, even if it's just for one day, will show you how you spend your time. You'll see more easily what your habits are, especially your tendencies to waste time. You know what I mean? That's the continuous scrolling on Facebook or being led down a rabbit hole when you might be looking up something on YouTube. Number two, invest your time in what's important. Make a decision on what's important to you, not everybody else. And also, how would you like to spend your time? Yes, there will be things that need to be done that you wouldn't say are important, but you'll also be doing things that you don't need to do and you're just doing them because no one else is going to do them. Number three, offload to others. I know that sounds scary, but it's true. You don't need to do everything. Ask others for help. Share the load. You may be worried that they won't do it like you. And you're probably right. But does it really matter as long as the job gets done? Number four, set a timer. Sometimes we can spend far too long doing something because we think we have plenty of time. Try setting a timer to help you stay focused. You might also complete your task more quickly. And finally, setting boundaries. We always talk about setting boundaries, but setting healthy boundaries is a great way of protecting your time. Knowing what is and is not acceptable. A kindness agreement with yourself. Then share it with others so that they can support you and they are more aware when they are stepping on your boundaries or even going over them. How you use your time is within your control. You don't have to do anything, everything. (laughs) Not everything that is on your list has to be done by you. If having more time is important to you, then take the first step to change things. So do I still get stressed because there isn't enough time? Of course I do. And it's in those moments where I have to remind myself that I am in control of how I spend my time. 
And to be honest with you, the moments where I start to feel my stress levels rising are the moments where there is a volume is turned up or is starting to increase in volume. So Vera would say, oh, my goodness, you have to do all these things on your list because it's on your list. You will be letting people down if you don't do them. And you can see how the conversation goes. But it's in those moments that I have to choose what my next best move is. What will make me feel better? What is better for my family? So how do I stop myself from getting stressed because I can only do a finite number of things? Oh dear, this is the big one. And it's taken me a while to get my head around this, but it's appreciating that actually you don't have to do everything that's on the list right now. It's knowing what your priority is doing that one and then once that's completed well what what next could you do and there's a great section in a book called um, essentialism where he talks about Greg McKeown he talks about how the word priority didn't used to have didn't used to be plural it was just priority I mean you can only have one priority and it's being really disciplined and remembering what your priority is rather than deciding you have 10 priorities and then focusing on that one thing, doing that one thing. And once that thing is done, then allow yourself to move on to something else, knowing that you have achieved something in that day. And yes, Vera would probably pipe up and say, well, You've got even more things to do tomorrow now that you haven't done everything today. But it's again, taking the time to take that step back and saying all this stuff doesn't need to happen. And having the courage to strike stuff off your list. So now I can hear you saying, yes, but what stops you from reverting back to your old habits? Well, I suppose it's remembering how I felt when I was in that place of overwhelm and feeling too busy and what that feels like. And even now, as I'm saying those words and remembering those times, I can feel the knots in my stomach. And that just goes to show that that's a place I do not want to go back to. So by just remembering how it felt when I was just piling too many things on top of myself and thinking there is not enough time and rushing and feeling the stress of rushing and wanting to cram things in and then getting things wrong and making a mistake, forgetting stuff. It's really not worth it. And even though I might have Vera prodding at me and saying, oh, look, you've got loads of times you can do 101 more things. I look at my list for the day and I say, no, that's what my intent is. And once all of those are completed, yes, I can have a look to see if I might want to do some more things from on my list, but actually I don't have to. I've done what I wanted to do. So if you are listening to this and you can relate because you love being busy, 
and you like having lots of things to do, but you're feeling overwhelmed and you'd like some advice, I would like you to hear this advice. You don't have to do anything if you don't want to. You'll have plenty of things on your list that actually don't add value to your life or your loved one's life. It's just something that you remembered that you could do, so you added it to the list. I take the time to show yourself kindness and to stop beating yourself up and to accept what you can do within a day and to put yourself first to make sure that you're doing the things that make you feel good rather than focusing on the things that make others feel good. And on that, I would like you to take three things away from this podcast episode. The first one is I want you to become more conscious as to how you spend your time. Because we all have the same amount of time in a day. But do you know how you are actually spending your time? Think of it as currency. The second thing I would like you to take away from this podcast episode is how much time you may waste in a day doing things that really don't benefit you, whether it is that scrolling on Facebook or sitting in front of the television watching something that really doesn't entertain you, you've just got into a habit. And the third thing I want you to take away from this conversation is it is within your control how you use your time. And that's really important. Your time belongs to you. How do you want to use your time? Thank you for listening. And I shall see you in another podcast episode. Take care, everyone. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode. If you're interested in finding out how you can work with me and how I can help you, then head over to my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk. Take care.